Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Joshua 18. Rest of the land divided. Then the whole congregation of the sons of Israel assembled themselves at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there, and the land was subdued before them. They remained among the sons of Israel seven tribes who had not divided their inheritance. So Joshua said to the sons of Israel, How long will you put off entering to take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? Provide for yourselves three men from each tribe that I may send them, and that they may arise and walk through the land and write a description of it according to their inheritance. Then they shall return to me. They shall divide it into seven portions. Judah shall stay in its territory on the south, And the house of Joseph shall stay in the territory of the north. You shall describe the land in seven divisions and bring the description here to me. I will cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. For the Levites have no portion among you, because the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. Gad and Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh also have received their inheritance eastward beyond the Jordan, which Moses the servant of the Lord gave them. Then the men arose and went. And Joshua commanded those who went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it and return to me. Then I will cast lots for you before the Lord in Shiloh. So the men went and passed through the land and described it by cities in seven divisions in a book. And they came to Joshua to the camp at Shiloh. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land to the sons of Israel according to their divisions. The Territory of Benjamin Now the lot of the tribe of the sons of Benjamin came up according to their families, and the territory of their lot lay between the sons of Judah and the sons of Joseph. Their border on the north side was from the Jordan. Then the border went up to the side of Jericho on the north, 
and went up through the hill country westward, and it ended at the wilderness of Beth-Avon. From there the border continued to Luz, to the side of Luz, that is Bethel, southward, and the border went down to Adaroth-Adar, near the hill which lies on the south of lower Betharon. The border extended from there and turned round on the west side southward from the hill which lies before Betharon, southward, and it ended at Kiriath-Baal, that is Kiriath-Jerim, a city of the sons of Judah. This was the west side. Then the south side was from the edge of the Kiriath-Jerim, and the border went westward and went to the fountain of the waters of Nephtoah. The border went down to the edge of the hill, which is in the valley of Ben-Hindom, which is in the valley of Rephaim, northward, and it went down to the valley of Hinnom, to the slope of the Jebusite, southward, and went down to En-Rogel. It extended northward and went to En-Shemesh, and went to Galiloth, which is opposite the ascent of Adumim. And it went down to the stone of Bohan, the son of Reuben. It continued to the side in front of Arabah northward and went down to the Arabah. The border continued to the side of Beth Hoglah northward, and the border ended at the north bay of the Salt Sea, at the south end of the Jordan. This was the south border. Moreover, the Jordan was its border on the east side. This was the inheritance of the sons of Benjamin according to their families and according to the borders all around. Now the cities of the tribe of the sons of Benjamin, according to their families, were Jericho and beth and Emek-Kaziz, and Beth-Arabah, and Zemaraim, and Bethel, and Avim, and Parah, and Ophrah, and Chephar-Ammoni, and Ophni, and Geba, twelve cities with their villages, Gibeon, and Ramah, and Beeroth, and Mizpah, and Chephirah, and Moza, and Rechim, and Irpil, and Charlah, and Zelah, and Haleph, and the Jebusite, that is Jerusalem, Gibeah, Kiriath, fourteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the sons of Benjamin according to their families. In Joshua 18, you can see that God is continuing the uh, division of the land uh, as described there. Uh, but that's pretty much the, the last portion of the book of Joshua is how he's dividing it up. But once again, in this, you can see how God is a God of order. He's a God of intent. He does things on purpose. And he's um, he's not just, just basically just using second thought to do this. He's putting full effort into going and and scoping it out and surveying the land and really looking at the division of who's going to get what in the inheritance and the, the the it's really not just about the inheritance it's also about the structure of this promised land and the how it's going to be divided amongst his people well another thing that you see here <clears throat> is as god is a god of order it also helps us to really kind of see fairness. Now, when I was a teacher and a coach, I heard a lot of students would talk about how, you know, this isn't fair, that isn't fair. There's always something about fair. And um, there's really a, fairness is really mistaught. Fairness is not everyone getting the same. Fairness is not, uh, it, today, the big buzzword in the Western world is equity. And it's really around the world, not just in the Western world, but 
in the United States, they are forcing the word equity on us, which is everyone getting the same. And that is not God's design. That is not the way it's supposed to be. It's about equality, which is everyone getting the same opportunity, not necessarily the same outcome. Everyone has the same chance, but you have to do something. Well, fairness is kind of the same in that it's not everyone getting the same. It is everyone getting what he or she needs or deserves. Sometimes people need more uh, in one area than other people do. You know, I was actually an upper level math teacher and sometimes it takes a certain number of of repetitions or practice problems before uh, someone can understand and fully master a uh, specific topic. Well, some people may take more repetitions and others may take fewer in order for them to master that concept. Well, fairness would be if you need fewer, then you get fewer. And if you need more, you get more. That doesn't mean that everyone's fully going to understand the concept. And that doesn't mean that everyone gets five problems or everyone gets 100 problems. That's what's wrong with our, one of the things that's wrong with education. It's not focused on the individual. It's focused on the actual materials and everyone being molded to them. It should be curriculum that's molded to the individual. That is fair. So here's the reality that we can also see in the Bible. Life is not fair. Everyone getting what he or she needs or deserves is not what we see in the Bible. Because if every one of us got what we deserved, we would be nailed to a cross. We would have been beaten. And so when I hear people complaining about fairness, it's very difficult to, to really get this point across to them, but it's true. Life isn't fair. But praise God that he took it for us, which was not fair. So we didn't have to suffer that. We're the ones who deserved what Jesus took. So, Father, thank you that life is not fair. I just pray that as we go through life and as I diligently seek obedience, as I diligently pursue you, as I'm diligently trying to to, um, do its best, for you that that in your kingdom that you could just honor that and i'm so thankful for the sacrifice that god that you gave us in your son Um, in jesus name amen Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.